Okay, who's next? Who's next? Who is it? Who's next? Oh, oh, oh. Pick me, pick me, pick me. Discover presents Next with DJ Hopper. Yes, that's right. Welcome back to Dash Radio. My name is DJ Hapa, the group Feeling Good. And this is Next with DJ Hapa. And up next, here we have Coast Modern. How are you, fellas? Hey, doing great. great. We've got Coleman and Luke that are here in the building. They've recently released um, a new album. And uh, we want to talk about the album. They're also getting ready to hit the road. And we're going to talk about the upcoming headlining tour. Lots, lots to chat about. But mm. I think we want to start off with like how you guys came together and and started doing music together share with us <laughs> it's been a it's been a long long weird journey uh, i met coleman in the back room of a studio out in the valley um i had just moved to la didn't know a single person and he was like one of the first people i meet nice and we just vibed on each other's music right away started collaborating on little weird projects like it was just weird projects for years what was one of the weirdest projects you guys collaborated on Postmodern. <laughs> <laughs> no, we had a, the band was called Blood Dad. Blood Dad. Yeah, okay. and we were just making quirky, like, pop tracks. And we put one of them online, and that's what became Coastmodern. Ah, it morphed. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it was way, way different in the early days. Yeah. And what was different between Blood Dad and, and Coastmodern? Not too much. Hmm. We just um, are more experienced now. <laughs> right. But I think we were trying to make songs for other people with Blood Dead. Okay. With Coastmodern, we, we've like definitely, we're, we're singing our songs. Right, right. Um, yeah, NASA was another weird project we worked on. Yeah, we made hip hop beats for NASA, like a traveling show that went around to schools and like- Wait, for NASA, like the space. aerospace. Yeah, Na okay. <laughs> Whoa, you got the, yeah. There yeah. we go. He's got the sticker. There, he's got the NASA sticker. <laughs> um, all right, so, but, so you're making hip hop beats for, for yeah. the aerospace company. Yeah, it was a traveling show that went to uh, middle schools to teach kids Newtonian physics. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, yeah. How yeah. did that come about? Just random connections. Like, we're just trying to take anything we can get, like, <laughs> any work, you know, budding producers. It was like, great fun, though. We made, like, five hip-hop hip songs rapping about Newtonian physics. And would you guys actually rap then? You'd go into yeah, schools and rap? Yeah, I, I mean, they'd use my demos. They actually <laughs> got a studio and had people come in and record it. And they were like, actually, like, you just want to use your demo. That's awesome. It's fun. <laughs> That's a nice one to have. Like, what yeah. a great experience. It was, a, it was yeah. a confidence booster. It's like, we can do this really weird project so we can, like, we can keep keep going with this. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Well, from that to this now, uh, you guys have put out this album uh, that you've recently released here. And tell me a little bit more about the project as a whole. It's just, it's a... Uh, it kind of comes from a very, very free place. Like our, our, our process is, is not to overthink things and like let the weird muses flow through. Mm. So that the album is very, um, everything came together really quickly, all the songs. Um, just, just in my like home studio apartment, um, just doing whatever like catches our ear. Like that's the only, the only goal is to, like find something exciting. Mm -hmm. And where do you guys normally start? So like, what's the creative process look like for the two of you? So different every time. Mm. The, the most common creative process on this album was we'd meet up early afternoon, talk about philosophy or whatever weird thing we had read <laughs> that day, and then just kind of like make a beat. Yeah. And then see like what kind of crazy lyrics pop out. But I mean, that's, yeah, some of the songs like Frost, was written in one night and recorded directly to cassette. And that's, to cassette? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And we, we try not to use like a recording booth or anything that makes it feel like like we're recording. Too polished. Yeah. yeah. You don't want anything too polished. It right. to feel more raw. Yeah. Because mm. we know amazing mix engineers that'll make it sound cool. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. So we like try and keep that spontaneous energy. Like some of the vocals on the record were like demo writing session vocals. Mm. And yeah. just left them. Yeah. Like the NASA thing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you can hear that spirit of when it's like new to us. Like mm. it's exciting when we're putting it out. So like, I think it comes across. Yeah. yeah. And obviously, I mean, there's, there's so many people out there that clearly appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. Talk to me a little bit about that process though, of, of um, making that decision. Because did a part of you want to say, ah, no, we should really go in and, and 
record. Now that we've laid it down, we should really go in and did somebody say, whoa, 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 hold on. Mm -hmm. We should just leave it like this. That's the dance. That's <laughs> the dance. Because okay. we, we love production. Like I um, was working in studios for a decade before Coast Modern. Like mm -hmm. we, we understand, and Luke's had tons of projects too. Like it was almost like you have to learn the structure of pop and like know how to engineer to be able to throw it all away. So, so right. after we would like get that raw vibe day down, then we would go in and like start to tweak things and like overthink things. Mm. But with that initial energy, like, but so many times we'd be like, oh, it lost the magic. We got to go back. Right, to scrap it. Go yeah. back. Undo, undo, undo. Yeah. <laughs> so we learned just to accept that initial raw explosion and just leave it. That's <laughs> yeah. not a weird. Raw way. explosion. <laughs> That's a great. The raw um, explosion, people. Um, the I find it very interesting that you record to tape. And is that just with certain songs? Was that just, just Frost. with Frost? Okay. And yeah. what inspired that? That's all I had. <laughs> I, was in a, I was in a basement living in Denver at the time. And I wrote the song at like two o'clock in the morning. And I just recorded it to cassette to, to like capture it so I wouldn't forget the song. And is this, you're walking around with a cassette player that has no, the ability just, to record? Or yeah. that's what was in the space? Yeah. yeah. I bought it from a music store I was working at at the time. Nice. Yeah. So it was like, had an SM57 connected to it. So it was a good mic. Right. But straight to cassette tape. Wow. Yeah. So crazy. I mean, I, it, it's, it's, uh, it's very interesting because it's very rare that I find an artist that has recorded something to tape these days, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, but it gives it a certain feel, mm -hmm. for sure. Um, I want to play a couple records here. We're going to play uh, Run It Up. I think, and tell us a little bit more about Run It Up. It's probably the newest one, the most latest that made it on the record. It's kind of a sonic kaleidoscope collage. It's like very, a uh, lot of elements, kind of like a circus. There's little, little, <laughs> animals and stuff popping up all over the place. <laughs> nice, nice. It's a love song. And it's a love song. Mm -hmm. um, and was this, talk a little bit more about the lyrical content of this. It's about like sparing no expense, time, uh, money, mm. love. Just like giving it all freely for someone who's really dope. <laughs> who's worth it. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, Instead of the tendency to like hold on to things too tightly, like you, you want to keep your money and like save it forever or whatever. It's just like this love explosion. Yeah, yeah. let it out. You know, <laughs> you might as well use it now. You know? There we yeah. go. Well, let's do it. We've got Coast Modern hanging out with us here in studio, Coleman and Luke, and uh, we will get right into it. Here is Run It Up. More music on the way. You and I, We know it's all for 
on Discover. Yes, nice. Coast Modern <laughs> here with us in studio at Dash Radio. This is next with DJ Hoppa. We're playing uh, a few tracks off of the self-titled album that just came out from Coast Modern. That last one, Run It Up. The percussion ending right there, what what did you use right there? What, did, what are those sounds? What is that? It's some sort of weird sticky type thing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it just, yeah, it came from in the computer. Just found a weird sample of something. And and is it, I feel like you guys are sort of always on the hunt for new things and just like different things. I feel like every song that I've heard from you sounds a bit different, but there's definitely a through line that's there. Talk to me a little bit about that part of it. Yeah, that's part of like our, our whole thing is like part of, uh, because we're trying to excite ourselves every time we make a song mm. and approach it differently. It's like, we're always on the hunt for something new. Um, and and part of our goal as with this project is to like kind of push music forward. We don't want to get stuck in like nostalgia or like just replaying old sounds. It's like we want to advance things. Even right. if it's weird or something, like we're going to go for it. Yeah, I feel like there's the, the, absolutely this energy around the two of you that's just kind of like, look, we just we just make things that, that feel right to us. And mm. that is what it is. And like, there's nobody who's calling the shots. So there's no puppet master, you know, behind the curtain that's saying, Hey, you need to, you need to do this. Yeah. Right. Um, it's all an illusion. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, and you know, this is exciting. You guys are, um, you know, doing, doing well about to hit the road headline tour coming up here in September. Mm. Tell me a little bit more about the live aspect. Does the live aspect of this also have that same energy of just like, hey, we're just gonna do what feels right on stage? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. The live show is is chaotic and, and crazy because we allow for weird things to happen. Right. Improv moments. I don't know. It, are there also visual things that are going on? Not really yet. Visuals yet? Not really yet. Okay. Yeah, we have a drummer and a bass player. It, um, it's just, it's like a rock show right now. Right. But for this next headlining tour we're about to do, Luke's dreaming up all kinds of crazy staged it's gonna shenanigans. Be, yeah, it's gonna I would blossom. imagine. Yeah. I would imagine that, I mean, I feel like that's a part of what this project would be. And mm -hmm. I would, that's almost what I would expect on a stage would be that, you know, mm -hmm. like yeah. crazy things coming out of left field. <laughs> <you know? laughs> yeah. It's um, it's it's great, man. I, I love the, I dig the vibe. I love what it is that you guys are doing. Um, I think it's it's refreshing. It's refreshing to be able to hear a project like this. And um, I encourage everybody to go out there. This is out everywhere now, right? I mean, mm -hmm. like you yeah. can go to Spotify, iTunes Music, everywhere, uh, any digital streaming platform to be able to hear the full album. I want to play another song off of it um, called Dive. Yeah. And tell us a little bit more about Dive. Dive is a, a long story. <laughs> it um, is a song that we wrote probably like four years ago. Okay. That has l had many lives. It's the song that we got discovered from. Mm. And it it had a different vibe than the one that's on the record. Um, because we kind of wanted to update it to fit on the record. Mm -hmm. It's the only song on the whole album that we actually worked with a producer on. And it was um, something we would not have done normally, but I'm a fan of the producer. Mm. He's done some of the records that we were listening to when we were making our record. Right. So... We were like, Dive might not be on the record at all, so we might as well have fun with this. And what was yeah. different with that process of now bringing in a producer? What, what did, did things change for you in your roles? We were just, well, why we did that? Yeah. We were disconnected from the song, kind of. But yeah, you, we hear it, you hear it so long. Yeah. yeah. After years of hearing it, but like... It still had some some spark, so we wanted to chase that and like see it see it through. Right. Yeah. Um, right. It's like almost bringing in somebody with fresh ears. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. To to it, because otherwise you're you're hearing what you've been hearing. Right. Over, it's hard yeah. to get out of that. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. No, I dig that. Um, and the message behind dive lyrically, it's it's a uh, it's a moonlight youthful romp. It's about <laughs> embracing new experiences and just diving in like. I love the way that you described this. It's amazing. I, I need you to like, we need to do a whole thing. We need to do a whole bit around like products or whatnot and you, you to describe them yeah. with these great adjectives. Hey. Yeah. I mean, the songs are very visual for us. I think we kind of go in worlds and like mm -hmm. explore when we're writing the lyrics. It's mm -hmm. like, they all have certain scenes. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah. And 
So is that a part of what will maybe be something that comes later? Would be some sort of real visual, whether it be a movie, mm-hmm. yes. you know, real videos that get like put to all of this stuff. It'd be awesome. Yeah. yeah. We're very um, visual people. We want Coast Modern to be more than a band. We want it to be like a, a whole like ethos. Yeah. Right? yeah. Experience. Right. Like yeah. a full experience. And I, th- mm-hmm. I think that that's very much what this world needs is for that because I think we now need to be visually stimulated as as well as just being able to hear great mm-hmm. music right there needs to be something that comes with it they work together so well absolutely but also culturally like we want Coast Modern to be like a, a culture have a cultural element to mm. it where we're like patrons of art that we really love yeah so we yeah. can find great photographers and filmmakers and make all kinds of stuff just collaborating yeah. endlessly yeah nice well we're definitely fans of of Coast Modern here, and we want to be a part of your of your ethos, so a part <laughs> of your whole thing, man. Amazing. Um, we're gonna end things off here with Dive. I uh, appreciate you guys coming through. I can't wait to hear more from you guys and and be able to uh, check you out even live, like when you guys are stopping through. Do you know the cities that you guys are gonna hit quite yet? Yeah, I'm sure some that's pretty much yeah. Up. All the all the big cities around okay. the U.S. Like, Great, yeah. Great. So big U.S. tour coming uh, for Coast Modern. Look out for that. Um, we've built a page for you on my website, djhappa.com, and I've got links back to all of your guys' stuff, socials and whatnot. So follow these guys. Keep up with where they're at, uh, what city they're going to be in next, and, and go and see the live show and see what kind of circus animals might show up on stage. <laughs> you never know. There might be explosions yeah. and spaceships. Who knows? Hopefully. A little Hopefully, bit of everything. Yeah. A little bit of everything. Here it is. Dive right here on Dash Radio.
on Discover. Yes, that's right. Welcome back to Discover. My name is DJ Hoppe from the group Feeling Good. This is Next with DJ Hoppe. And my man, Christian James from Florida is here. How are you, buddy? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. Oh, man. Thanks for being here. You made the trek all the way out from Florida. You're here in LA. You're telling me you're running around in Westwood, yep. chasing college girls and doing all that. That's <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Um, well, maybe I'm not. Maybe that's exactly what you're doing. <laughs> you're, here, you're here because you've got this record called Fall. Yes. And uh, we want to get into that today. We want to play that record. Uh, and I want to get a chance for our listeners to get a chance to know you a little bit more. So sure. let's kind of take them back to when you first discovered that you had this talent for playing music and singing and whatnot. You know, I was actually 12 years old when I really just started to get into singing. And um, it wasn't really until I was 17 when I really got my own song and I kind of just wanted to pursue it in the music business. So. Um, you know, I released my first song, Give Em Up, um, around that time two years ago. And that's really when I just started getting on the piano and, and the guitar and stuff and really just learning music. So what's been the biggest challenge thus far? Um, you know, just kind of just, I would say just building my skill, finding where um, I'm placed at, you know, like mm -hmm. where a good place is for me in this industry and what kind of um, music I need to, you know, be in, what kind of categories. Mm -hmm. So. Mm -hmm. And how would you, I guess for yourself, how would you classify your sound as you're, as you're trying to discover it, knowing full well that I think as a rising artist, yeah. you're still trying to f figure that oh, out exactly. a little bit. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah. You know, I think, um, I think my sound really is just going towards the EDM and like the dance kind of, you know, mm -hmm. vibe. And I really enjoy that because it's, it gives you energy and I love that energy about it. So that's really what I'm really focused on. Um, and you know, I'm going to try to work on from there. <laughs> Have you gotten a chance to get out to like Ultra or any of the big like uh, EDM festivals? Oh yeah, yeah. I was actually at Ultra um, down in Miami yep. just this last one. So that was really cool. I love seeing the stages like that. You know, they just blow my mind. <laughs> so are you then doing other stuff where you're, you know, potentially working with DJs and producers and, and writing top lines and, yeah. and singing top lines? Yeah, for sure. You know, we're, um, you know, we're out actually out here in LA for the same reason, but um, yeah, we're kind of just looking around, just seeing what kind of producers we want to work with and, you know, it really fits our vibe and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And maybe a possible remix of something. Mm. So, you know, <laughs> nice, man. Yeah. Nice. Well, I want to get into some of this music here. Yeah. Um, you got this record called Fall. Yeah. And I believe that this is really about people being open to falling into it. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly. Give me a little bit more background on this. And, and is this based on a true situation here? You know, it in a sense, it is. Um, and, you know, I just really put this out there to show what kind of guy I am in a relationship, you know, and what kind of person I want to be in a relationship. So I kind of just have that love note where it's just like, I'll never let you fall, you know? And um, and I add that little dance beat in there to just kind of create that that energy of like how it is in the beginning of a relationship when you have that, you know, that good feeling. And, um, you know, you kind of just have to, you know, move on from there. But um, it's, yeah, so I mean, I just really like the energy it gives off and um, really what the situation is, it's just like, hey, listen, I'm not gonna let you fall. Um, you know, you're, you're in my arms, I you're, got you. You're safe. I got you're you. safe. <laughs> I'm telling you guys, he's he's in Westwood. He's in Westwood. I already know what you're up to, man. I, I got it. Yes, sir. <laughs> I, I got it. This um this is great. I want to get to this record. We're gonna come back. Sure. You've got you've got a lot of success that you've had off of some of these covers that you've done as well. So yeah, we're gonna man. play a couple of those. Yeah. And um and I want to talk to you more about just everything going on and, and balancing. All of this as yeah. a as a young rising musician. So Christian James hanging out with us here on Dash Radio. This is his new song called Fall, right here on Next.
Ladies, he will never let you fall. <laughs> Christian James here to catch you in his arms. Yep. <laughs> like, yep, that's what I'm here for. I'm here for that. <laughs> that last song, Fall. Christian James hanging out with us here in studio at Dash. My name is DJ Hoppa, and this is Next with DJ Hoppa. Um, man, tell me a little bit more about what this process has been like to then get this record out. I mean, like you've... You've put out records before this, but this is a little bit different. You're building out an EP. You're working on some things. Walk us through like what that what that process looks like. Oh man, it was a, it's a very long process. <laughs> um, you know, um, like I said two years ago, you know, this is why it was a and to this piece, and I was introduced to it, um, and I just really caught the vibe of it. I loved mm-hmm. it. I loved the way it was just very subtle and dancey too at the same time, and um, lyrics spoke out to me as well. So. I just, um, you know, I just took two years to record, you know, because at first it was just like, hey, we have so much stuff going on and, um, you know, we couldn't get really to it at that time. But then, um, you know, a little later on, we kind of finally just went in the studio and just wanted to do a little demo and just hear how it sounded. Mm-hmm. So we um, we end up doing that and we're like, listen, this sounds good. So let's just cut it up and let's just make it the final piece. So we kind of so did that. So this was the demo? Uh, yeah, it was originally the demo. It was supposed to be the demo. And, you know, we just kind of like, we're like, oh, wow, this this is something that, you know, we could put out and that, you know, it's it's good enough ready. So we'll just do it with that. So we kind of love that. And, um, you know, it just took us a while just to get up there and just kind of like get stuff prepared. Um, I had the music video, what I want shot in my head already. Um, and that was, and was just, it the video that's out. Yeah, that's, the, yeah, that's, the video. That's what was in your mind, and, and now you know what it was close to being in my mind. Okay. Um, you know, the helicopter pad part was not exactly what I wanted, but we got close to it because I was thinking more of like a desert. You know, I wanted mm-hmm. to be in the middle of the desert, but just due to production costs, we just kind of had time. to next time exactly <laughs> for sure. But yeah, very long process, and we finally got it out there. So I was very um, happy just to finally get it out there after two years and um, just see their fans' reactions to it. So mm-hmm. it's awesome. What's been some of the, the reaction that is that stands out to you? Um, you know, a lot of people love this song that I've been getting and, you know, that's just awesome. Um, you know, we just hit 100,000 plays on SoundCloud, which was a mm-hmm. big thing for me because just seeing those numbers are just like, wow, like, you know, people are really actually appreciating what I'm doing and stuff. And um, I just love, you know, um, seeing the people just love to, they say they love to dance to it and that they love the energy of it. So when I put, a smile on people's faces when they say that just really brightens my day too as well. So nice, love to hear. Man. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Talk to me a little bit more about what's what's coming up, like this process of this EP. You know, we're out here, obviously in LA, um, doing that in the process of that uh, EP. And we're kind of just writing, um, just based on some past experiences that I've actually been going through a little bit um, these past months. So I just kind of, you know, want to take those ideas and just um, put it into this EP, you know, mm. just relationship wise and, um, really just struggles and stuff and overcoming that stuff. So really, I just want to kind of put my focus into that and, um, you know, just tell people that you're not alone in that situation, you know? Christian, did you have your heart broken recently? I, I, Is that what's I, happening? Is that what I, happened? It, it did. It, it did, did happen. It did happen. Yes, sir. Yep, it did. Buddy, but, what, um, what happened? Um, tell me about this long, situation. Who is this girl? This girl, you know, she... <laughs> Man, she killed me, man. I'll tell you that. <laughs> First year of college, um, you know, just it was a hard experience. And, you know, um, really didn't see it coming. You know, I was just very focused on my music, you know, mm. and just kind of like what I was doing. Um, and um, fans got to her on her Instagram pages. Fans got to yeah, her. Yeah, they got to her. You know, it just kind of got Female like, fans. Yeah, female fans. <laughs> There's that are out there. You so gotta watch got, out for that. So, yeah. So, you know, that was not too good. Um, I tried to calm her down with that. I was like, listen, like, you know, it's, you know, this is okay, blah, blah, blah. It's just happening. And, um, you know, so she didn't really like that. <laughs> and, um, mm. you know, it just kind of went from there. We kind of just 
how to split our ways and you know kind of I just had to do my thing she had to do her thing and I get it you know we're good we're on good terms though which is good but I'm still a little um still a little heartbroken from it <laughs> so tell me a little bit more about that because I think the you know the give and take here right mm -hmm. is that like you are moving into a situation you made the decision to to do this and pursue this exactly, and be in the yeah. in, and be in the limelight yeah and you obviously know in this day and age with social media and whatnot that then everything that you do is now magnified. Exactly. Yeah. Talk to me a little bit about, you know, what that's like. Um, it's it's hard. <laughs> you know, it, it really does it actually does get a little hard. Um, you know, I just I just graduated high school uh two years ago. Um and I did, did my first year of college, like I said. So going in from there to like adulthood in a sense was kind of hard. But like having that all that um just focus on you, especially of what you're doing, just makes it even harder, you know? Mm -hmm. And you have your friends telling you like, hey, like, you know, you see them doing this and that and stuff like that. And you know, you miss out on a lot of stuff too. Um, you you know, you have to focus on a lot of stuff like music wise and um, you see your friends out doing some stuff. So it's kind of hard just like, hey, I can't do that. I have to do this. I have to practice my guitar tonight or something, you know? Right. So it's just kind of hard seeing that. And, um, you know, but other than that, I love what I'm doing and I love the music. So that really just is what's speaking to me. And I love to connect to people too. So, yeah. you know, I just really want to put a good positive influence out there for them. So that's really important to me other than that. So, yeah, for sure. Ladies, take it easy on Christian James, all right? <laughs> Please. Please. <laughs> I don't know how much more he can take. Although this would this would all add up to probably pretty good record. So yeah. <laughs> continue to get your heart broken. This is what you should be doing at this age. Um, I want to play this cover of Thinking Out Loud, Ed Sheeran, which obviously we have heard other people do um, in the past. But tell me a little bit about what that's like then to go into a cover situation, how you try to find a way to find your voice in somebody else's record. You know, I actually love Ed Sheeran so much. He's one of my biggest inspirations. Just the way he writes is just absolutely amazing. He's awesome at that. And um, so I really just... I take that song and I see how I'm feeling about it. And with Ed, I mean, I can relate to all of his stuff, like, you know, mm -hmm. so he's so great. So I just kind of take that and I, I'm just like, man, I can relate to this. And um, I just focus my energy on like maybe some possibilities of what happened to me in that time of like, of what he's saying, you know? Mm -hmm. So I kind of just like focus on those situations and go from there. Nice. Well, let's play it right here, right now on Discover. Christian James hanging out with us here. My name is DJ Hapa. This is Next with DJ Hapa and this is... Thinking Out Loud, the cover by my man Christian James. When your legs don't work like they used to before And I can't sweep you off of your feet Will your mouth still remember the taste of my love? Will your eyes still smile from your cheeks? And all the night will be loving you Till we're 17 Maybe my heart gets to feel less Hard at 23 I'm thinking about how People fall in love in mysterious ways Maybe it's a touch of a hand That right there is Christian James, the man himself, sitting right next to me here at Dash Radio. Uh, man, a little cover there of Thinking Out Loud. And um, as that song was playing, we we're talking a little bit about just the process of, of being in writing sessions and yeah. things like that and taking things that are personal to you. Um, I hear, we were just talking about this, but uh, that you took this next sort of chapter, I guess, uh, this next yeah. project that you're working on is a real personal one. Oh yeah. 
Yeah. Tell us a little bit about this. Um, you know, it's just based off of like, um, you know, like I said, got my heart broken. So, <laughs> you know, I kind of just uh, based off the last couple I of months. I love that you laugh when um, you say that too. You're like trying to laugh the pain away. It's like, yeah, that's laugh the good, pain that's away. That's a good line right there. You, know, you can take that. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, I just... Uh, for the past, you know, a couple months of just like what I've been going through and my experiences with that. Um, and I just kind of want to reach out to those who have been heartbroken and, you know, can't get and move along with that. So mm. I kind of just want to um, kind of be that influence on them and just be that face for them. Like, hey, guys, listen, like this is just it's part of life, you know, and this is what happens. Um, um, you know, you just kind of got to get through it. And even though it's really hard, <laughs> you mm. just got to push on, you know, and not everyone gets the luxury of just writing a song about it, you know, and stuff like that. So hearing that, and I'm hoping that it'll just help some people out like, hey, this is not, I'm not alone in this, you know, so. Mm. What was the hardest part about that piece or that that time period? Oh, man, just getting- What just, was that moment? Describe it for us. Like, what, what just, did that feel like, the worst like part? like you can't sleep at night, man. Like, you know, you, you just, you really can't sleep. You're just worried about everything that's going on around you. Um, So many thoughts going through your head and just- um, you know, it's just like, you're just thinking about what they're doing and, um, you know, it just, it was, it's hard. It's hard. <laughs> did, you, did you, did you call or text or just like, did, was it a clean break? Yeah, you, it, it was, you know, it was, it was a clean break at first. And, you know, we end up talking a little bit, a little later on, um, and we're kind of like, you know, let's be friends, you know, cause like, I, I can't have you completely out of my life just yet because, uh, there's still some stuff we got to work out, you know? So, um, you know, we're kind of just like in that realm of like, hey, listen, like we're cool and stuff like that. But it's still hard to see like if she does have someone else. Yeah, have you, you seen know? her with somebody else? Not yet. And I'm, I, I, I picture it every night, man. So I'm not ready for that. <laughs> I'm not ready for this it. This is what keeps you up at night. Yeah, this keeps me up at night for sure. And, you know, that's why I'm hoping a little right about. So, <laughs> and, yeah. and, has she seen you with somebody else? Um, no, not yet, except for in my music videos, you know, because I have to almost put that on there. Right. But, you know, I'm not really out there looking for anyone yet. You know, I'm still in that phase of it. So I'm kind of um, just focused on my music and really just writing about that. So Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. Well, the saga continues. We're going to find out more about <laughs> yes, what, what happens <laughs> with this story in yeah. the EP that is... You've got an EP... Well, you've got... A lot of stuff you're working on. Yeah, you're, sure. you're writing something new, but you've got an EP that is coming soon. Yeah, yeah. So, and that's what a part what Fall is a part of. Uh, Fall is actually a single. It's kind of like a little teaser about it, gotcha. you know. And I guess you could say because you know that was really about the beginning of the relationship, you know. Mm. Uh, like I'm not gonna let you fall. So, right. Um, and then things get a little worse from there. So, <laughs> you know. And, and is it cohesive like that? Like the EP is, it follows this kind of in chronological order a bit? Yeah, you know, that's what we're kind of uh, shooting for. And um, that's at least what I've had on my mind. So I really want to just kind of do that. And if not, you know, we're definitely going to have the EP be in chronological order. So. And does she know that this is about her? I, I think she has a good idea. <laughs> I think she... Uh, she might know. Yeah, I think she does. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. I'm, I'm so curious. There's more There's more to come from this story. There's a lot. But more. I appreciate you coming by, uh, stopping by over yes. here. We wish you luck on everything. Thank you so much. Can't wait to hear the new project. I can't sure. wait to see what happens. Yeah. I want to see the, the next songs of what the recovery <laughs> yes exactly is there a new girl sure. what happens with the, the old girl oh. do the new girl and the old girl get back together they find out about each other oh, no. and then it becomes a mess and then yeah i mean i'll write the story for you you'll write the story let's do it <laughs> christian oh, james man. everybody we've got more music on the way don't go anywhere i appreciate you being here thank best you so of luck much. my I appreciate man appreciate it thank you and uh we have built out a page for christian james that's up on my site dj hapa.com uh, that houses everything for next so go and find the next tab we've got links back to all of his social as well uh follow this man follow along with this story of what's going on and uh yeah do not go anywhere more music on the way right here on discover okay who's next this is next with dj hapa Yes, that's right. Welcome back to Discover. My name is DJ Hapa, and this is Next with DJ Hapa. And here they are, New York City's own Scarlet Sales in the building. How are you guys? Hey, hey, hey. Good. Welcome. Welcome to LA. Thank you. And we're talking about all the, the touristy things that you could do and things that you should check out while you're here in town. Uh, you guys are here on a part of your West Coast tour. I know that you're hitting a lot of cities throughout the uh, the West Coast. I think you're starting here in LA though, and moving your way up the coast. Yes, absolutely. Nice. Are there uh, certain cities that you're definitely like? Ah, oh, I'm so excited to go there because I've never been. 
Well, here for one, I mean, um, for Olya and uh, Ed to be here for the first time is really exciting. I've always loved doing shows in LA. The crowd is always like off the hook, amazing. Nice. Um, and you know, I think the drive. Hopefully, we don't hit too many of the uh, forest fires and uh, yeah, right, landslides and right. things like that. I was like, oh yeah, we'll drive up the coast, and a bunch of my friends were like, yeah, don't count on that. <laughs> so uh, we'll see. But um, yeah, no, it's just I mean, it's so beautiful out here, and such a great time of year to be here. So we got a lot of friends we haven't seen in a while. So it's nice, good. Yeah. nice. And you guys have all sort of separately been playing music for a, for a while now, but the band itself is a pretty new. Uh, band that's been put together. Talk to us a little bit about all of you guys coming together. Well, it basically started, um, I guess, Oli and I met in 2013 when she was working at um, a Bowery bar. Electric. Down, yeah, yep. exactly. Yep. Down there at uh, Lower East Side. He's done his research. Yep. <laughs> and, um, you know, so for me, it was a really interesting um, time period. I had just joined Violent Femmes, met Olia, and then we started playing music together. And then within the next year and a half, we had worked up um, a batch of material and made an EP. And then Mark, um, we saw, and uh, he had been playing in this amazing David Bowie tribute band, mm. uh, Michael T. and the Vanities. And I remember one time I saw him playing at a, a show downtown, and I would, it was just like, I am poaching this dude. There's no <laughs> way around it. This guy is mine. <laughs> and, uh, and then Ed uh, joined us just this March, literally on the day that our Kickstarter got fully funded. Uh-huh. It was his audition, and that came through an old you know, buddy of Olia's too. And he's like, this is my... Old yeah, nice. And um, that he had known for, for like a reggae, like record label and stuff like that. And Ed's played with all kinds of amazing, amazing artists too. And um, so that was just like you know, came in the door, and I was like, "Hey, man, good to meet you. Come on in. This is the song. Oh, by the way, we just got funded. Yeah." Here we go. <laughs> and Facebook Live. Straight so, to Facebook, Facebook Live. Yeah. 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 So yeah, new band, but it's, it's gelled together really quick. Nice. Yeah, I feel like you guys have been together for a while. I mean, the, the chemistry in the room is is great, and I imagine that the chemistry on stage is is equally great. Um, talk to me a little bit about this project and putting out this album the album is called future from the past yeah um so basically this was the collection of uh songs that olia some of them had written i think around the time that she had first moved to new york going through a a lot of different life experiences and you know that whole transition of you know being 21 moving to new york with just a backpack and you know all the crazy people and experiences that you go through in that when you just move blindly to a new continent you know, mm. let alone learning a whole new language and new york city yeah definitely and there's like a lot of <laughs> sharks in the water yeah. for sure so it's you know the the record itself and the message of the band really is about believing in yourself and you know anybody out there who comes from a culture that says you know oh, you don't you know you think you're gonna go off and do this with your life who are you to believe that about yourself mm. like we just are all about be yourself stand up for yourself and stand up for your dream and what you want to do too we've had too many people that try to keep you down or force you into a little box mm. and we all just know that that's you know bs you know there's right. too many people out there told that so olia wrote a lot about that and then we got the uh, the album together in december of 2015 and it was great. Recorded out in Brooklyn. Um, it was the EP. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. 2016. Right. 15 was the EP. Okay. Right. Um, and uh, yeah, it was you know two guys that we hadn't met. Um, Dico Shaturma, who is the um, engineer at Atlantic Sound Studios, and a guy named Nick Hard, who's a uh, and uh, you know done a lot of mixing for Snarky Puppy and stuff like that too. But they both really got. We said we want to make a record that sort of feels like Alice Cooper and Queen remaking OK Computer. Mm. That's kind of the vision that we had for it. You know, the, right. the sort of sonics of OK Computer mixed with that sort of theatrical rock edge. Mm. And they both totally had a firm grasp on that. So we were we were stoked about the result. Nice, nice. Well, we're going to play a couple records from Future from the Past here uh, tonight. And uh, the first one we want to get into is Spell My Name. Yeah. Uh, so talk to us a little bit about this record. Um, actually, we are going to have a video release for this um Record in like five days, I guess. Like on the day of a San Francisco show. Nice. Um, and basically, this was part of our Kickstarter goal, uh, stretch goal. All the um, uh, Kickstarter backers could uh, be a part of this video. So we had a giant party at the house. Like everyone came down, and it was like one shot with a steady cam, where like people were going from one room to, an- to another, like dancing around, playing pots and pans, and right. and it's just like great energy, great vibe. Everyone was stoked. So I'm really like uh, happy about this. Very bird. Uh, Birdman approach. To yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm, nice. And when you guys went and did this Kickstarter, I mean, like, it's it's kind of crazy, right? That like this is the world that we live in today, in oh, which like a band can get directly funded by the fans, and that the fans then in turn could then 
cameo in the video. Yeah, like, yeah, I mean, that's yeah. that's crazy. Talk to me a little bit about what that experience was like in terms of the Kickstarter and, you know, the fan engagement. Right. Well, I mean, for us, it was just exciting because it was the first time that we really got to bring people together from all over the world. We were shocked at how many orders were coming in from Europe and the UK, mm. you know, because, you, you know, you have ambitions, obviously, as a band to get out there. Yeah, Australia right. and all that thing. So, A, the internet being allowed allowed us to get that kind of spread mm. um, and then just locally and people who were flying we had people flying from San Diego to, and were part of the video and stuff so it's that chance where you get to enact and enable your band you know there's all the talk of here we're going to do this and then not just the band itself but everyone surrounding it mm-hmm. pulls together Mm-hmm. and make something greater than the sum of its parts and that's like the best part and the fans that physically couldn't be there for the uh, for the shoot would send in items that we'd place in the video oh, around the shoot so cool. as the camera pans around you might see a photograph or something on a mantle or ah that's yeah. very cool yeah. that i was gonna that yeah. was kind of where my thought was too like what if somebody couldn't make it right. out or whatnot right. yeah so that, everybody's tr- kind of represented that's really yeah. cool so the video is out soon and uh, august first august 1st right. the video yes. is out yeah. okay and then um and we'll get right into it here uh, we're gonna play the audio here from future from the past uh, this is the song spell my name scarlet sales hanging out with us here in studio right here on dash radio
Tampa on Discover. Oh, man. We are just uh, hanging out uh, with Scarlet Sales, talking about all things music. Well, we were talking about uh, the Kickstarter project that you guys did for Future from the Past and how cool that is to have the fans engaged in what it is that you're doing and to really make them a part of the band. That last song, Spell My Name, was the video that then incorporates all of the fans that would make it out as a part of this. Uh, what, what what was the uh, the term that you guys used for the... It's like a, an add-on or an extra... Oh yeah, like a, well, a, a Kickstarter has stretch goals. Stretch goal, yeah, like a stretch exactly. goal. When you make your like original goal, then you have to, and you still have like ten days left. You still have to, like, instead of, yeah, like right. to have something exciting going on. So then you make a stretch goal. Right. And this was our second stretch goal mm. for the yeah for the. It's equally as exciting for the band too, right? Yeah. To go through yeah. this, you know, yeah. it's like a new thing. Like yeah, always, go, cele- like, a reason to celebrate, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, it, it's, and it's making you very. Uh, it's almost forcing these goals, right? Yeah. And, and yeah. forcing you to kind of hone in on something yeah. as a band, as a, and even your larger tribe that's now a part of what it is that is Scarlet Sales mm-hmm. is then all kind of pushing for this goal. And right. it's great because you can kind of get that buy-in. It's almost like gamifying the, the whole thing. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's good because the world of being in a band can feel so entirely nebulous sometimes. Like there's always so much to do. Yeah, right. You're pulled in all these different directions that... Yeah, it gives you a good solid track, and then people can jump on with it, and uh, and sort of region by region too. We would love to fly out to LA sometime and do like a location specific video here too, or right. get out to the Midwest in Chicago or wherever right. like that. And that's just a great way to connect with people around the world too. You can do so much with like uh, having like a direct connection with the fans. Yes, it's, yes, it's insane. Amazing, amazing. You've got um, uh, just great music that's here on this album. We're gonna play another one called Ready or Not. We'll do that in a minute. But I want to ask you before we get into that. Um, Scarlet Sales, the name uh, I read comes from a book by Alexander Grin, yeah, right? That's right? And that I also sort of, I'm sure that this was somewhat intentional, but in your bios, there's, it seems like literary works and books have this real through line through what you guys are about. And right. tell me a little <laughs> bit more about that. Well, it's, it's I guess, um, when I, I grew up in Moscow, Russia, mm-hmm. and we didn't have, like, didn't really have, like, rock stars per se. So my rock stars would be writers. Like, I used mm. to read a lot of different books and, like, just, you know, like, soak in all these like, different worlds. And that, for me, was, like, my kind of, like, religion or, like, you know, rock and roll. Sure. And that's why I think, um, you know, I, you can kind of see the influence that goes, like, through my lyrics, like, from, you know, reading all these books and... Mm. Yeah, I guess that's... And you guys right. met at a book release, right? Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's, that's true, too. <laughs> yeah. Punk, punk rock literature. That. Yeah, that's true, yeah. yeah. There was a, somebody had done a book called... Um, it was called The Bars or something like that about the uh, the Black Flag logo. Yeah, yeah. And they had a bunch of logo of Dez and uh, the guy, the bass player, the adolescents. So they had all these people, you know, Murphy's Law guys were there and everybody. So and I went down there, was screaming my lungs out to all my favorite songs like that and mm-hmm. skipped up the stairs and there stood Ole and I was like, hey, how are you? Can I get a beer? Do you want to come to my show? Was, uh, <laughs> sort of the start of it. So yeah, books. A solid through line for the band. <laughs> yeah, like re- really interesting. Um yeah, I, well, I, it, it definitely stood out to me that that was something that, uh, you know, was interesting when it comes to it. Now, sort of to come full circle, do you imagine that at some point in time, you guys as a band, as Scarlet Sales, being based on a book, would potentially get into creating a book of some kind? Sure. I don't and a movie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah there's, right. a, there's a visual theme that runs through this yeah. band as well, too. Mm-hmm. When I hear Olya's songwriting, I'm automatically seeing imagery. Mm. You know, this this last uh, batch of songs he just wrote may have been inspired by the Pacific uh, Coast because I'm, I'm hearing yeah. the Pacific Ocean in, the, in the, these new, you know, tunes she's coming up with. Right, yeah. right. So I'm hearing surf sounds and I'm hearing like these haunting melodies. Yeah, yeah very, uh, <laughs> very nautical. Oh, you know? nice. Yeah. It's kind of, the thing is like, uh, you know, sometimes when I write, it's kind of like a, like a sort of like a prediction to what's coming so it's yeah. like you know yeah so you're telling the future <laughs> future from the past exactly, exactly. got it got you it got all it. makes sense <laughs> uh we're gonna finish things off here uh with you guys uh by playing another song called ready or not tell us a little bit about this song before we get out of here well again i mean i think this song is about um sort of confronting those fears you know life throws you into a lot of uh interesting positions sometimes that you're not necessarily mentally prepared for but you have to be courageous enough to take that step Mm. Mm. 
Well put. Well put. We're going to play the record. I want to thank you guys for being here. I wish you well on the rest of your West Coast tour and on the the upcoming things. Uh, We'll look out for the nautical-themed book, (laughs) (laughs) potentially, that's coming. Um, For everybody who's out there, uh, you can listen back to this entire interview on my website, djhapa.com. We've also built links back to Scarlet Sales, um, so you can go there, and that'll be your one-stop shop for all things Scarlet Sales, directing you back. Uh, Let's get right back into it. Ready or not, right here on Dash Radio.